Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, only about 13 or 14 minutes usually, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that helps keep us focused on a relationship with God and upon the spiritual well-being, or lack thereof, of our spiritual lives. We need to be in God's Word consistently and continually because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Help people in your life grow in their faith, come closer to God, maybe even get to heaven by sharing these short studies with them every single day. Make that commitment. What a blessing that will be for them, but also for you. So make that commitment today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're talking about walking down heaven's road. Which pathway through life are we taking? We spent a couple of sessions talking about how physical exercise is beneficial to us. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, he said, reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. Now, that's spiritual exercise. But then he went on to say, for bodily exercise profits a little. So he's not putting down physical exercise, which really is such a focused mindset of our culture right now. So many people joining gyms and going and working out every day or maybe several days a week. That's great. No problem with that. Paul says, hey, that profits a little, but it only profits from the physical side of life and through our physical life. But he says, godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. So if we're really not just taking care of our physical bodies, but if we're, if we're really focusing on our soul, on our spiritual life, on our relationship with God, that's going to help us get through this physical life more productively and with greater value and focus, ultimately, long-term focus, but it's also going to benefit us with, a home, with, with an eternal home in heaven. Now, that's eternal, eternal life. People, they go to gyms, they watch what they eat, they, take, they, they eat particular diets, they try to be health conscious in all kinds of different ways, but as, as effective as that may be for an individual, that person's still going to die physically, unless the Lord comes first. You know, extend our lives past 100 years. Okay, how far? If somebody gets to be 110, that's, that's unusual. And the vast majority of people will not reach that particular goal. But eternal life is life without end in heaven. And that is a place where the Apostle John describes in Revelation chapter 7, and again later on, he says, hey, there, there is no sickness. There is no pain. There is no suffering. There are no tears. There is no dying. That's eternal life. So that's why Paul says bodily exercise, physical exercise, it's good. It has profit. But spiritual exercise, godliness, is profitable not only in this life. It's going to help us to live a better life here in this world, but it's also going to help us get to heaven. So he says that one is the more valuable of the two, but that doesn't mean it's either or. You can have both and, but you really need to focus more so on the, on the spiritual exercise. Well, walking toward heaven. Jesus talked about two 
two roads through life in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. One road is broad, no holds barred, no speed limits, no rules. Do whatever you want. That's the road of evil, sinfulness, wickedness, ungodliness, unfaithfulness, even disbelief in God for many people. And Jesus said that one's going to end up in eternal condemnation in hell. And he said, most people are going down that road. And he says, by contrast, there's another road that is straight and narrow. It's the pathway of truth, God's truth, that leads to heaven. He says, few are going down that road by comparison to how many people are going down the other road toward condemnation in hell. Well, so which road are you walking down? Which road do you want to walk down? It really should be a no-brainer as far as far as which road do I want to walk down? I want to walk down heaven's road. We looked at, at the first couple of qualifications there, or the first couple of characteristics, we might say, as to what it means to walk down heaven's road. What, what kind of a walk is that? Well, we talked about how in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, it means that we're going to walk in the light of godliness, of faithfulness to God, dedication to him, serving him. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119, verse 105, speaking of God's word, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So if I'm going to be be walking in the light of godliness, I'm going to be living my life guided by the teachings and instructions and guidelines in God's word, the Bible. We also said it's a walk in truth. Truth. Now, truth, I'm afraid, is something that is, is receiving less and less favor in our culture in this country right now. People want truth to be whatever they want it to be. Truth is narrow. That again, that's why Jesus described that, that road that leads to heaven as being straight and narrow because it is the road that is characterized by God's truth, and truth is always narrow. Two plus two is always four. It's never going to be three. It's never going to be five. It's never going to be something other than four. Now, that kind of, of absolutism in the mind of a lot of people bothers them. They don't like they don't like absolutes. They want to be able to bend truth. They want to be able to reshape it. They want to be able to form it in their own image, what they want it to be. But that's not truth then. That's their will. It's not truth. Well, let's let's look at another one. We need to walk uprightly. Uprightly. Well, in Psalm 84 and verse 11, the psalmist wrote, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he hold from those who walk uprightly. From those who walk uprightly. Now, we're not talking about physical posture here, obviously. We're talking about uprightness in terms of integrity. Integrity. Don't you have a whole lot more confidence when you're dealing with somebody who exemplifies a life of integrity, truthfulness, honor, somebody who's walking uprightly. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 25 and verse 21, let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Have you ever known somebody, dealt with somebody, who almost everything they said you wondered are they telling the truth? Well, of course, uprightness blends together with that 
other characteristic of walking down heaven's road, walking down that narrow pathway of God's truth toward heaven, truth and integrity are very closely characterized together, uprightly, integrity. Somebody you can have confidence in, somebody who lives an honorable life, because they're living it with integrity. Another characteristic of walking down heaven's road is to walk humbly, humbly. Now, what does that mean? Walk humbly with your God. A lot of people don't like the idea of humbleness because they characterize it with humiliation. In fact, the scriptures use the word humility at times. And a lot of people, they think humility means humiliation. I'm, I'm going to be, you know, milk toast. I'm going to be, you know, somebody who's meek and mild, and I'm not going to stand up for myself. That's not what humbleness, humility means. Humbly, Micah chapter 6 and verse 8, he has shown you, O man, speaking of God, he has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? Now, humbly with your God. When we read God's word, we're talking about the creator of all things. He is the designer behind life itself. And as such, we need to respect him. He is our creator. And he created us according to John, uh, according to Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28, in his own image, with a soul, with a spirit being within our physical body. He created us to be with him for all of eternity. He created us in love for us. And so he has shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Let's make a comparison from the physical side of life, the secular side of life. Let's say you apply for a particular job with a particular company and you're hired. And so there is a supervisor or there is some kind of boss you have to answer to. And so he tells you, this is how you do this particular job. This is what we want you to accomplish. This is the, the process we want you to go through on this particular job. And you say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I'm not going to do it that way. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm instructing you. I know what needs to be done. I know how it needs to be done. This is what you're hired to do. Well, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do how I want to do it. How long do you think you'd keep that job? You see, you're not showing proper respect for your employer. Well, how much more important is it to show proper respect for our creator, for our loving heavenly father, for God himself? In Matthew 18 and verse 4, Therefore, whoever humbles himself, Jesus said, as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. He's not talking about being humiliated. He's talking about simply living the proper posture toward God. Whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. A little child loves his daddy and his mommy, and he thinks his daddy can do anything. And 
he learns to humble himself because he knows dad knows more than I do, and dad is, is more to be trusted. Well, just kind of multiply that on the spiritual level a million times and say, hey, God is my creator. God wants what's best for me. So even if I don't understand all of the ins and outs, all of the particulars, all of the whys and wherefores of what his word is instructing me as to how he wants me to live, to live the best life, the the most productive, and ultimately the most rewarding life with an eternal home in heaven, I know he knows better than I do. So whoever humbles himself as this little child, Jesus said, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. In Luke chapter 14 and verse 11, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. In other words, God is going to take note of how exalts himself, starts bragging about himself, trying to be puffed up, you know, self-exaltation. Jesus says that person's going to be humbled. Ultimately, he's going to be put in his place. But whoever lives before God and serves him in a humble way, recognizing and respecting God for being God, and so thereby living by his teachings faithfully and consistently, God will exalt him. And what greater exaltation could there be than being given that home in heaven for all of eternity? We'll look a little bit further at some more characteristics of what it is to walk down heaven's road. Next time, let's pray. Father, help us to keep our focus. Help us to, and please protect us from, but also help us to to throw off all the temptations of the devil that would lead us away from walking with you down heaven's road and ultimately toward our eternal destination in heaven itself. Help us to walk in truth, in integrity, in the light of your word, and in a humble mindset before you. And bless us thereby, Father, we pray, and all to your glory. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.